RadioInfluence.com. Uh, flavor, flavor, please tell your neighbors, Ian Beckles with flavor in your ear. <laughs> Wake up, sports, music, and fashion, best of podcasting. What's going on now and what's soon to happen? Be sure to stick around, no fast forward or skipping. Dropping jewels, you don't want to miss them. Make sure you listen. Ian Beckles with the flavor in your ear. The voice of the people's here. It's here. Flavor. Hello, everybody. This is Ian Beckles, and welcome back flavor. to Flavor in Your Ear. Uh, if you're not a political person, uh, good luck because it's, it's getting thrust in your face. Uh, there's no way around it right now with all this impeachment stuff going on. A president gets impeached. And I try to flip-flop to the different stations and try to come up with conclusions. And I don't even know what impeachment means, means. It means 10 different things to 10 different people. Some people want him out. Some people say he's impeached, but he's still going to stay. He could still run. I don't. It's a cluster. That's what it is. And listen, the with the whole Republicans claimed basically that this was the thinnest, fastest, weakest impeachment hearing ever. Not like there's been a lot of impeachment hearings. There's only been two other presidents or three other presidents impeached. And, you know, watching the whole process of this. For people in other countries watching, we look like some little bitches, okay? Because when we're saying that we, okay, we were saying the Republicans, we should be saying we, by the way, because it's a country or a country. We're a country. Shouldn't be we and them. It should be we. Um, it says basically that when they say we, we mean Democrats are basically picking on Donald Trump and that they want him out. There's some there's some validity to that, isn't there? If you're a Democrat, you can't say that you don't want Donald Trump out. I think they all do. Every last one of them does. Um, it doesn't mean that's why they're impeaching. And, you know, the whole thing of they started this impeachment thing before the election. Well, Donald Trump been cheating since he came out the womb. Okay, he's been cheating since he came out the womb and lying since he came out the womb. And he's been bending the laws since before he decided to be elected. We, this is what we signed up for, everybody. Donald Trump is running our country like he runs his businesses. That's it. And if you look back the way Donald Trump's run his businesses, you don't have to like it, but he's never been put in a jail for anything. He's been in court majority of his life, and he's pretty much signed, sealed, and delivered the fact that if you have a lot of money, you can do anything. You can screw anybody. That's the American way. And that's what kind of scares me that that's becoming the American way. Like, I don't want the American way to be money's the most important thing. It shouldn't be. Moral ethics, a lot of things that should go before money. And they're, and they're not. And for me, when you talk about re-election and the only thing is economy, 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 boy, that's... I think it's a bad look, you know, because when if somebody else called our country selfish and, you know, money grabbing, I think we'd be defensive. But if that's the most important thing and all everything else is irrelevant, I mean, that's what one side is saying, that money's the only important thing. Our economy is the only important thing. Forget about everything else. And what's funny is with this whole impeachment thing, and this impeachment thing is the best thing that happened for CNN and Fox and MSNBC and all those cats. People are watching that. Uh you know, religiously as I am, 
uh, I guess your boy Hannity, not my boy, your boy Hannity, I guess Wednesday night had 5 million viewers as opposed to a little over three that he normally has. So people are tuning in to hear his opinion uh, on what's going on. I guess that would be the same as people tuning in to our show after a Buccaneer loss or win to see, you know, what we have to say. But it's it's a historic thing because impeachments don't happen that often. They're happening more often than the norm. And what scares me about this is going forward, you know, the Republicans are so butthurt that the next Democratic president, the second he sneezes, you're going to try to impeach his ass. OK, and that's what there's that's what I'm kind of scared that's going to come above about this, because this is the first time a president was impeached in his first term. OK, the other presidents were on the way out. We still have another election. So we have an impeached president that's going to be running for election. That's never happened before. So it's 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 historic. The the I guess the unsettling and the uncomforting part is that going through this whole thing, if and when our country needs to come together again, um, I don't think we can do it anymore. I don't think our country is able to be one anymore. I just don't. Like, you think Nancy Pelosi and Donald Trump could sit in a room and come to a conclusion without gouging each other's eyeballs out? I mean, to me, that's not politics. To me, that's it's, things are becoming personal, Okay. And I'm not a Nancy Pelosi person. I'm not a Donald Trump person. I'm not a Schumer. I don't give a crap about any of them. I'm just kind of listening and, and commenting on what's happening. But when I'm seeing, you know, Nancy Pelosi instructing the Democrats not to gloat, that's, that's becoming personal and, and childish and elementary. And that's who's running our country. That's who's running our country is these elementary people. And I don't... You know, I, I, I was listening to all the impeachment. There's a bunch of great orators out there, and there's some, there's some great speeches. But they're all saying the same goddamn thing. Everybody that went up there said the same exact thing. I was waiting for something different. And now impeachment's all, you know, inevitable. At first, it was uh, Nancy Pelosi. We got we to gotta speed this up. We got to get this done quickly because there's an election. No. And then... They want it done fast. And then everybody on the Republican side, oh, slow down. We're going too fast. And then the impeachment happens. And then Mitch McConnell doesn't want witnesses. And Nancy Pelosi wants to slow things down. It's (laughs) the whole thing is it's silly. Our process, the process in general is flawed. Okay. And when people say that Democrats only wanted to impeach Donald Trump because they don't think they can beat him. There's something to that. There's something to that. It doesn't mean you have to allow him to keep on cheating because, you know, one side was like, you're just doing this because you don't you don't think you can beat us. Which there's some truth to it. But you can't allow somebody to continually cheat before, after and during. And there's an election coming up. The problem is the process of election. Our process is being invaded. You can't allow, you know, Russia to do that shit again. You can't allow that. And you can't allow the sitting president to cheat, to get reelected. And if you can't see that part, there's a problem. And there's, when I'm sitting back listening to commonsensical people, keep on bringing up the whistleblower. Where's the whistleblower? What fucking difference is where the whistleblower is when 10 other people said the same fucking story? 
Who cares who the whistleblower is? Seriously. Okay, say the whistleblower is me. And what's he going to do? They're just going to smash me. And there's still six, seven other credible people that went up on the stand and said the exact same story. It's ignorant that we're, as American intelligent people, you know, belly aching and complaining over something that we heard. We heard it. We know exact words that came out. And for the exact, to know the exact words that come out, forget about context. We know the exact words. And for half to be on one side and half to be on the other side and nobody crossed the lines, it's flawed. The system is flawed. I don't want to hear about this whistleblower crap anymore. This, the, the, the story has been corroborated, okay? What, okay, say the whistleblower is a narc. Say the whistleblower did hate Trump. It still doesn't take away the other 10 people that said the exact same story. And when this is all done, I don't know if Trump becomes more popular or less popular. Uh, I know that they had the, this Christianity Today, which is a top evangelical magazine, said that Trump had to go. Now, that's a big part of Trump's base. I don't get it. I don't get the fact that religious people would be drawn to Donald Trump. I'm not a religious person, but I don't see the, the correlation between religion and Donald Trump. There's one thing that's correlated. It's one, it's abortion. That's what it runs on pretty much. And it's, you know, if that's what you're running on, I don't get it. <laughs> I, I don't get that abortion is the most important thing in your world. How, why would abortion be the most important thing in your world, whether you're religious or not? Why is that? Because you figure people in your life are going to need abortions or I, I don't really quite understand. I don't think I quite understand. But the whole thing is flawed and not sure where it's going. But if I if you could go back and listen to these old, you know, flavoring years, I say this, you ain't bringing that man down. You are not bringing Donald Trump down. You could call him, say whatever you want, label him whatever you want, impeach him all you want. You ain't getting him out of there. If you think you're getting him out of there, you're crazy. They're already, I've, I've heard people talk about civil wars over, over and over and over, and that's what's coming. If you think you're going to step into that building and get Donald Trump out of there, okay? Because he's already turning the masses against policemen, the FBI, DOJ, everybody but him. So it's going to be him. Mitch McConnell, you know, a couple of three other cats, and they're going to be strapped. It's just not going to be easy to get that dude out of there. And it's going to be tough going forward with politics because this tenure, this era is always going to come up. It's This one's always going to come up because this cat ain't doing it like all the other cats. He's just not. And, you know, for him to come out and is bashing, you know, war heroes that are dead, <laughs> you know, that just died. You know, people on his own side don't think that's cool. He already bashed John McCain. It's just, it's too much. It's too much for everybody. And I think the, 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 the final straw is going to be a, a mess. Watch. And I'm not sure there's not going to be gunfire. And I said that. I've been saying that for a while. But that civil war is right around the corner. If anybody wants to contact me, it's Ian Beckles at RadioInfluence.com. Make sure you're listening to the other podcasts. And we might have a bunch of other podcasts coming uh, around the horizon. There's plenty, plenty of things to talk about in this world. But I appreciate you guys listening in. Uh, stay tuned. Uh, things happen every damn week. And then there's updates every week. And our president does crazy stuff every single day. So don't go anywhere because uh, it's going to get real. Everybody have a wonderful day.
wonderful weekend and please be safe. Peace out. To keep the conversation going, follow Ian on Twitter at Ian Beckles and check out DignitaryRadio.com to get the latest on where you can find him next. This has been Ian Beckles, Flavor in Your Ear on Radio Influence. Flavor in your ear, the voice of the people's ear. Flavor in your ear, flavor that flavor flavor this is an mj morning show podcast quick fix on radio influence hey festa did you get the uber driver fart smell out of your clothes oh when did you uber <laughs> i uber all the time i love uber i love uber I love right, it now fester told me this story i'm like oh my god you got to talk about this on the next podcast episode. So Fester was out on date night with his wife. And what what you guys want, you get an Uber so you guys can enjoy some beverages, some adult beverages and not have to worry about, uh, that's very responsible, so you're not having to worry about, you know, getting close to a a DUI point. Between the the lack of parking and and paying for the parking, it's really a better deal just to Uber down there and get back. You have a couple of drinks, you're fine. So where do you guys go? The armature work. Oh yeah, armature works is cool. That's it's you know massive and you know tons of the parking there. Sometimes it gets really jammed up. Obviously, so you go to armature works on date night. You get an Uber, and this guy can't stop blowing them out. I call. I, oh. I, I, I pull. I pull out my phone. <laughs> <laughs> my wife's getting ready. I'm like, honey, the guy will be here in eight minutes. I can track where he is. You know? Yeah, that's how it works. Right, I know. He, Uber. he pulls up to my house. We get into the back of the car, and it's a nice car. It was like a. It was like a Chrysler 300. You know, so that's a pretty nice Uber car. And we're sitting back there. All the windows are rolled up. And oh, <laughs> where did that come from? Non, non-stop. <laughs> oh, it would be a little more muffled. And, you know the, the index finger oh. thumb pinch that your wife gives you on your knee? Like you're sitting, yeah. She gives me the pinch on my knee, and she's like, stop it. And I'm like, it's not me. The MJ Morning Show podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, mjmorningshow.com, and radioinfluence.com.